Please be seated. As you take your seats, I, before I pray, I just want to say um, at the end of this worship service, I would like for the children to come up because usually the children come up during our baptism with Miss Nell and they, they, you know, they stay in there and they love it when I sprinkle them to remind them of their baptism. So at the end of the worship service, I will call all the children up, um, small and big. And uh, However, and if you're able, come on up and we will do the sprinkling to remember our baptism together. Amen? So please pray with me. Gracious God, almighty God, thank you for your presence with us. Lord, on this Resurrection Sunday, as we remember, God, that you rose your son from the dead, we, O oh God, stand to proclaim this truth. And I pray, dear God, that you would take me out of self. Allow your Holy Spirit to minister in me and through me, God, to my brothers and sisters. Grant us all ears to hear and hearts to receive and spirit to respond. And when it's all said and done, God, may you be glorified in us and through us. And the people of God say together, amen, amen, and amen. So you all had a, a, a preview of what is coming at the beginning of this sermon. So Christ is risen. All right, I heard it here. We're going to go one more time. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. And it's for this reason that we are gathered here this morning to give praise unto God, to thank God for the gift of Christ's resurrection. The songwriter says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. Life is worth the living because he lives. Now I'm going to tell you all the truth as a pastor. There are some people for whom they will hear those words and they will say, really, pastor? I'm not too sure about that. But regardless of how you feel, regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of what you have been through, if Jesus Christ, by your profession of faith, is your Lord and Savior, you can live for another day. You can face tomorrow. I will tell you that the fear is a natural emotion. It is going to rise up when we are faced with challenges in this earthly life. But when the fear threatens to overwhelm us, if we remember that we are Easter people, that the resurrection of Christ means that by faith Christ lives within us, then we can call upon the name of Jesus. And watch and see how the Lord will come to us in our time of need. It may be through other people. It may be through a word that you will hear all of a sudden. It may be through some other means that I do not know. But one thing I am assured of in this resurrection is that because Jesus lives 
and he is our savior, we can face tomorrow and all the tomorrows that will come. So as I was preparing this sermon, I said, you know, this could be the shortest sermon ever. I can say, you know, Christ is risen, and y'all can say he is risen indeed, and I can say hallelujah, you can say hallelujah, and I can give the benediction, and we can go and celebrate this Easter Sunday, right? But uh, there are just a few more things that I have to tell you, unfortunately. You know, it is just appropriate that we would have Lyra's baptism on this day. Because there are some realities about Easter, about the resurrection that we need to hear over and over and over again. Because as you know and as I know, life can give us some serious curveballs, right? We know that there are sometimes not every day is going to be sunny and shining in our lives. And, and, you know, just live a little bit longer if you haven't had to deal with that. Just live a little bit longer, you will know that you have to deal with some things in life that only Jesus Christ can help you through it. You know, it's the mystery. It's the mystery of God with us. It is the mystery in God at work through his son, Jesus Christ. It is the mystery that has been revealed to all of humanity who will receive it. It is this great mystery that when we come to the waters... And when we call upon God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we don't see what's going on on the inside. Everything looks the same on the outside. But I am assured, and I will go to my grave believing this, that in this moment, I often tell people, I am only the vessel. But it is the Spirit of God that is present in this moment, the Spirit of God that gave life to Lyra and to all of you while you were still in your mother's womb, it is the Spirit of God that will seal her. And as she grows and as her parents, you know, acclaim today that they will raise her in the faith and they will bring her to Sunday school and she will hear the words even when she starts to protest and say, I don't want to go, Mommy. Do I have to go, Daddy? You can say yes, because on your baptism day, we profess that we will raise you in the word of God, in the church, and we will allow God to work in you so at the appointed time, you will proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for yourself. And such is the case for all of us. If you have been baptized in Jesus Christ, that was the seal that was put upon your life. So that when we come to today, we can come to the day with all of the hope that the resurrection offers us. This morning I woke up early and I had two teenagers, two granddaughters in the house overnight because they were helping. Uh, they were part of the sunrise service. And I knew that I had to bring them the night before so that they can sleep under my roof so that I could wake them up at the appointed time early this morning at 5 o'clock. And I could hear all their fussing and their whatever. And I can say, oh, Jesus loves your baby. Get dressed. We are going to glorify God when the sun comes up. Right, Kristen? You know, so we 
we prayed this morning and my husband looked at me and said, why are you so joyful? Because I am singing because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And they're looking at me like if I'm crazy and I'm saying, where is the Easter joy? Uh, you know, and they're looking at me and saying, not everybody have that spirit this early in the morning. I said, it's in you. We just have to let it out. So I told him, I said, okay, come on, let's pray for a little bit before we leave this house because we are going to proclaim that the resurrected Christ lives within us. That is one of the realities of resurrection. The other realities of, rea- of this Easter and this resurrection is that we do not have to fear death. We do not have to fear death. None of us wants to have to deal with the pain and the suffering and the sorrow of death. But because Jesus died on the cross and because God raised him from the dead three days over, he has defeated death. And we who profess faith in Christ, we have that hope of eternal life living in this you know, resurrected body that God will give us, for those who are feeling the loss of loved ones because they're not here with you, and this is the first Easter, the hope that we carry out of this is that death does not defeat us. And as I often say, death is only a comma. It is not a period. It is not a full stop. It is a continuation into eternal life. So if you are feeling that pain and that is real, remember that your loved one is with Christ Jesus. I told you it's going to be short. And the third point I want to make about these Easter realities is that the resurrection gives us, it gives us the opportunity to live life in relationship with you right here on earth. We know the eternal life awaits us. But it's how do we live this present existence, praising God and glorifying God? I'm glad you asked me that this morning. You see, because we can live this this resurrection reality knowing that the power of God is truly available to us. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that is available in us. No, everything is not going to be roses and peaches. I am here to tell you that as a Christian. But I will tell you that as a Christian, as we go through the journey of life in this present time, God is doing a work in us, transforming us, and preparing us for eternal life. So how might he prepare us? Number one, definitely with the word of God. The the psalmist said it's best. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet and is a light unto our path. We cannot talk about what we do not know. We cannot witness to what we have not experienced. I can tell you that in the past two weeks, as most of my congregation here know, I have been dealing with shingles. I had a husband who had two kidney stones in the same week, and I had some other things going on in life, in the life of the church, and it is only by the grace and mercy of God that I am standing this morning proclaiming the resurrection is real. It's no fairy tale. Y'all remember, y'all heard the story earlier on that first Sunday morning 
when the sisters, oh, thank God for the sisters, you know, the sisters got up early and they went to the tomb. They carried all their spices because they didn't have time to give Jesus a proper burial according to the Jewish customs. So they went with the hope that they will get there and they would be able to fulfill what they wanted to do. But something interesting, you know, struck me in that text. These women were going, and this stone that was, you know, in front of the tomb, this was a heavy stone. It just wasn't a little stone like y'all picked up and put on the cross. So they were not thinking how they are going to remove that stone. All they know is that they were going to prepare his body. But lo and behold, God had already gone ahead of them. God had already removed the stone. And that's what God will do for us. God will remove the things that threaten to hinder us from living this life in this present time with God's resurrection power. So God made it possible for them to go in to the tomb. And they went in and they saw that the tomb was empty. And naturally, if you were there, you would go through the same emotions that they went through. Perplexed confused. Where is the body? The body is supposed to be here. Did they make a mistake? Of course not, because those women were there on Good Friday, and they saw when the body was placed in the tomb, and they saw when the stone was rolled to seal the tomb. I'm here to remind you that God is always working, even when we are not aware that God is working. And when we are confused, God will show up in ways that we cannot even begin to imagine to help us to understand, you know, what is going on and to clear up the confusion. So what did God do? God allowed two men, as I heard Kristen said, two young men, two handsome men, to show up. You know, um, if you read the other Gospels, you will hear they were angels, you know. But God will show up in mysterious ways, and God, through the angels, reminded them, don't you remember that Jesus told you that he was going to Jerusalem and he would have to suffer? He would be rejected. He would be beaten. He would be all of those things and he would be crucified. But, ah, for all you, you know, English majors, when you hear that word, but, uh, it tells you that something is about to happen. Everything that happened before, you can cancel it. Because now is something new that is about to happen. But he told them, I will rise from the dead. And the angel said to them, don't you remember everything the prophets had said about the Son of Man, the Messiah? It has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. So, of course, they heard that, and I would imagine they were still a little bit confused, but you know what? With the excitement, they dashed out of that tomb and told, you know, the other 11. And, of course, naturally, no pun intended here, brothers, you know, but the brothers were a bit skeptical, you know. They didn't believe the sisters when they told them, you know what? His body is gone. But Peter went first. He got up and he ran and he saw inside the tomb that the body was not there and he too was confused friends family i'm going to tell you life will throw you some things and you will be confused about what's going on in your life 
You might even say, God, what are you up to? That's okay. God can handle all of our questions. After all, God is God. And God will help us in the confusion at some point to know that the confusion does not last forever. And that is what happened on this first Easter Sunday morning. You have to come back the next few Sundays because even though today is Resurrection Sunday, this is just the beginning of all the great things that God will start, the new beginnings that God would reveal to God's people who believe in in Christ Jesus as the Messiah who died and who rose from the dead. You will have to come back several Sundays as we go through the Easter season and, and we reflect on the story and see how God is good how God restored hope in the lives of those who were feeling hopeless. For those who had doubt, how God was able to dispel the doubts and to help them to see the resurrected Christ. For those who were questioning if this was possible, if this is just a fairy tale, God is able to remove all of that and to truly bring you to the place where you can profess, just like our ancestors did, in the first century, that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And God will make it possible within you, from deep within you, to make that your faith. Because in order for us to witness with assurance to the fact, to the truth that Christ is risen today, we have to believe it. We have to believe it by faith. We have to believe that God is present with us. God was present in Lyras' baptism. We have to believe that when we leave out of here, the Spirit of God goes with us. And as often as we call upon the name of Jesus by faith, we will experience the power of the resurrected Christ in us. And we can say, even though all things are not perfect, They will not be perfect in this life, let me assure you. But they can come close to perfect when we walk with Jesus. So this day, the reality of Easter, the realities of Easter, is that Christ lives. Not only is he seated in the heavenly realm, he lives within us in the spiritual realm of our lives. And we have the awesome privilege of revealing the risen Christ and his power in us and through us through service to others. We have this privilege of coming together and worshiping as the body of Christ and allowing Christ to meet us in the beginning of the week with whatever we are dealing with to know that it's okay, it's all right, you can face tomorrow. We have this awesome privilege of telling somebody who is weighed down by life circumstances that if you continue to call upon the name of Jesus, continue to follow his guidance, his teaching, allow the Holy Spirit in you to have life, to reign, then you will see the transformation that only God and God alone can do. 
then you can forgive people who have hurt you and offended you. Then you can love those who sometimes don't seem like they need to receive your love, but you can love them because Jesus loved us to the end. And then you will be able to serve others in their time of need, even if it means having to sacrifice out of yourself. Because you know in the sacrificial giving of you and yourself and all that you have, God is able to take that and to multiply it and to increase it and to pour abundant blessings in your life. Because the word of God says it like this, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that you can ask or think. Have you tried him in asking him? Have you tried him to see that his power is truly within you, waiting upon you to believe and to profess that everything that you've heard about God's redeeming work that was fulfilled in Jesus, it now has the opportunity to live through you. Again, we go forward today rejoicing in God because we can say when I say to you, Christ is risen, we, amen. Much better. We're going to try it one more time. Christ is risen, church. And he lives within you. And because he lives, you can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because you know who holds your future. And your life is worth the living. Just because he lives. Let us pray. Gracious God, loving God, merciful God, thank you for the gift of hope, the gift of life in the resurrection of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, O oh God, as we go into this day and into the week, O oh God, and into life ahead, that we will never forget that he is risen and he is risen in us and we have the awesome privilege, God, to share all of these awesome Easter realities with someone else so that they may experience the same joy and the same hope that we have in faith with Jesus Christ. Bless and keep your people, God, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the people of God say together, amen, amen, and amen.